So if if you want to know if you're really going to heaven, you want to listen to this message. Mm. You see, the worst thing as a child of God is that when somebody asks you, are you truly going to heaven? Many of you will say yes, because I said, Jesus, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That's what majority of the people would say. Mm -hmm. But that is actually not the assurance of heaven. Mm. It is part of it, but is it the thing? No. Wow. And again, I'm going to say it. The sinner's prayers are scam. <laughs> a lot of people always ask me, uh, Prophet, why is it that in your church after a service, you don't lead people to the Lord? Mm. And I told them, show me one verse in the Bible that says people should say a sinner's prayer. Mm. It is because a lot of people don't actually understand how God ordained for people to receive salvation and to remain within salvation. Amen. You see, the biggest issue is that people are confessing things they don't even know. True. Mm, wow. That is not salvation. Mm. If somebody tells you that, okay, you know, there is a burning hell. Hell is real. You could die and go to hell and this and this and this. Listen, you don't go to heaven because you're afraid of fire. Right. That is not what heaven is for. Heaven is not about escaping hell. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when people evangelize and, and they are teaching or preaching for people to give their life to, to Christ, they don't understand the principle that Jesus gave us that connects into salvation. The reason why the Jews were the firstborn of salvation is because the Jews have been discipled from their fathers. It is not something that they just legislated and they began to do something that randomly people believed. No. God always revealed himself as the God of their fathers. They lived within the confines of certain protocols that permitted them to walk with that God. And whenever they walked out of it, there were consequences. Mm. There were consequences. There were men also among them that even though their fathers were the founders of the faith, they are the ones that encountered the Lord. Mm. That many, some of them that did not even believe the Lord, and even them, they perished even though they were in the confines of those things. Wow. So you have to ask yourself, how can men meet God on the last day and God say, get away from me and I don't know you? That is a very dangerous thing. Yeah. Mm. Listen to me. That is a very dangerous thing. If we can get before the presence of the Lord, stand before God on that great day, and we say, Lord, we did this, and God says, get away from me. Who are you? I don't even know you. Angels look through the book. They say, no. God says, I never knew you. That is a dangerous thing. It means that you can be in the church. You can be useful to the church. You can bring souls to the church, but you yourself, you perish. Wow. Wow. I wish somebody could hear what I'm trying to say. Teach us, Papa. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep those, those yes, thumbs up yeah, going. Like. So it is a very risky thing. How can somebody say, Lord, I prophesied in your name. We healed the sick in your name. And God says, you, I don't know you. Get away from me, wicked servant. But yet somebody who simply went to prison and visited people, clothed the hungry, did this. God is looking at them. He is not. They are not even saying that, Lord, we served you. He's the one who's saying When I was in prison, you visited me. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I had no clothes, you clothed me. And they will ask, Lord, when did we do these things? He said, when you did it to one another, you are doing it unto me. It means that the things that God recognizes in a believer is what the culture and the confined of a certain doctrine that you have been discipled into guarantees that you will see the Lord. Not simply because you confess something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You see, you should never confess, confess what you are not convicted by. That's good. There is a difference between making a confession and conviction. Whenever there is a conviction in man's heart, man begins to live by a confession. You see, a confession is not just a declaration. A confession is I am expressing what I am convicted by and what I live by. So many of us think that, look at an example. The Bible says, Abraham believed God and he was counted for him righteousness. But that conviction 
of believing God was that when God told him, I want you to give me Isaac, he did not question God. He did not doubt God. Even though it hurt him, he was about to give his only son. He was okay giving him because why? He was convicted that yeah. God only wants good for him. It was counted for him righteousness. Wow. Amen. That's good. Your conviction leads you to salvation. Not yeah. just simply because you confessed something. Mm. Okay. This is the issue with the church people. That we have a lot of people. Uh, let, let me give you an example. Ask yourself this question. Why is it that there are people in the church living in major sin? Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says he that has received him. He that is in salvation does not sin anymore. They don't make their abode in sin. But if somebody is still living a sinful life, but on Sunday they are there, praise the Lord, Thursday night, shouting, waving their hand, Holy Ghost dance. But the Bible is saying, he that continues in sin, neither knows him nor was he ever saved. It tells you that there is an issue. It means these people missed certain protocols when it came to salvation. Wow. Mm. Because the person who led them to the Lord simply led them into declarations, mm. but not mm. into a conviction of a lifestyle. Wow, you're teaching, Papa. Amen. Wow. You see, to receive the Lord injects a certain lifestyle into you. Right. I don't know if somebody's listening to me. We hear you, Papa. We're here, we're here. There is a certain conviction of life that enters you. We are going to read a few scriptures and your eyes will be completely open and you'll, you'll think about it and you'll start looking at it and say, wow, no wonder when I started listening to Prophet Lovi, I wanted God more. Yes. Have you noticed that that's one thing that you know? I will not tell you, oh, oh, receive the Lord right now. I never say that. True. But when I teach and I teach and I teach, you start realizing I want Jesus more. I want to walk with God more. Sure. I've never been excited to be in the house of God so yes. much more. I just want to worship God more. I want to serve God more. Yes. Do you know what is yes. happening to you? There is a conviction that has entered your heart. Wow. You have already decided that I'm following him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Not because it simply came out of your mouth. It is not simply because something came out of your mouth. There is something that is changing within you. Yeah. Salvation is when things begin to transform within your heart. That you begin to realize life without Jesus is empty. I, I want to be with the God that created me. I want to see him that sent me into this world. I want to spend eternity with him. That is when you know salvation is in your heart. Amen. But if salvation is in your heart, is if rapture comes, am I going to be left? Or, or if I die right now, am I going to hell? I don't want to go to hell. So let me pray. Let me serve in the church to guarantee my spot for heaven. You are going to hell. Wow. 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 That is deception. Wow. So we have people who are serving God illegally. God doesn't recognize them. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. yes. We, have a, we have a lot of illegal servants of God and Christians by label, but not Christians by the spirit. You see, whenever you're coming to God, there is a narrow gate that everybody has to report to. Okay. There is a certain gate that you need to go through. And if you don't go through that gate the right way, then your whole Christian life becomes a lie. Wow. Help us. The number one principle, look at this. Uh, let, let's read this quickly. John chapter 14. Let us begin from verse 18. John chapter 14 from verse 18. Amen. John chapter 14 verse 18. Uh -huh. I will not leave you're comfortless. Mm -hmm. I will come to you. Yes. Keep reading. Yeah, a little while, and the world seeth me no more. In a little while, the world will not see me. So the evidence that you are saved, you begin to see him. Mm. Amen. Amen. If you are in Christ, and you don't have any kind of experience with him, whereby you are growing, you are changing, you are becoming more. That, listen to what the Bible says. To as many as believed in him, he gave him the power to become. If you are not becoming, 
if you are not becoming, it means you're not having an encounter. Because wow. the evidence that you have met God is not that you have seen a personality. Is that by a certain experience, your heart changed to become more like Jesus. Amen. Amen. The world is not supposed to seem. So when you meet a believer who their philosophy is of the world, their talking is of the world, their ambitions are worldly, uh, everything about them is worldly except when they pray. You know that one has never met the Lord. Wow. Wow. Are you guys listening to me? That's yes. You see, sometimes you need to know the truth because that's what makes you free. Wow. Amen. Thank you. Do you realize you're not even supposed to... Be, where did you see in the Bible that God said, ask for forgiveness? God's prayer is always one thing for us. Repent. Change right. your mind. God is looking for a heart that has changed. He's not looking for I am empty, uh, for I am sorries. Mm. I am sorries are empty to God unless there is repentance. Amen. And repentance can only come by knowing the truth. It is the truth that makes you see that, man, I was thinking about this the wrong way. Mm. I need to think this way. Mm. When God comes for us, he's not coming because you are perfect. He's coming because he has perfected you through the process. Depending on where you are, that is the perfection he measures to you. Mm -hmm. So the truth you know is the perfection that you behold. Amen. So God cannot expect you to be like me. What I know is not what you know. Right. So I am held to a different standard than it would be you. That is why the Bible says, you teachers, be careful because you'll be judged more harshly. Why? Because what you know is mm. more than the people you're feeding. Right. So I cannot make wow. you live a life that God has set for me. I can disciple you to get to that place Amen. where your growth and your relationship will match mine and even more. Amen. 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 So ask yourself, when I read the word of God, do I have an encounter? Mm. When I listen to the word of God, do I have an encounter? The encounter transforms you. Wow. Amen. If there is no transformation, there is no salvation. Amen. Because the evidence of salvation is you are in the world but not of it. You begin right. to see that there is a difference between you and the world. Mm -hmm. Not because you declare Jesus, but because what you want, how you live, how you walk, has become different than the people you used to be with. Yes. You start seeing that their ambitions just end to nothing. But what you are chasing is substance. The Bible says this about Abraham. It says that Abraham was seeking a land that was not made by human hands. Right. Right. He was seeking a celestial city. Yes. He was looking for somewhere else. That when he met, uh, uh, when he met, uh, what is his name, uh, 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 Melchizedek. Melchizedek gave him uh, 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 bread and wine. Uh, Abraham gave him gold. He was the first person to legitimately tithe. Yeah. That that Melchizedek was shocked. He said, blessed is Abraham, possessor of heaven. The first human being to own real estate in heaven is Abraham. Mm. That paradise is actually renamed after Abraham, called yes. Abraham's bosom. Right. Because what the man was looking for, he was not looking for any earthly reward. Hallelujah. Mm. I, I don't know if somebody's listening That's to me. That's good. That's good. He was not seeking any earthly reward. He was seeking heaven. He did not care about anything. Okay, God, you want me to be the father of nations? Fine, but I want to come to where you are. Right. Amen. Wow. Lord, you want me to do this and this? Okay, thank you, Lord. I will do it. But my goal, if I will not end up with you, I don't want to do it. Right. You see, this is how you know you're saved. Amen. This is how you know you're saved. If God comes and tells you to do something, whether you understand it or not, and he commands you to do it anyway, with no guarantee of heaven, will you still follow him? Well, I'm not going to heaven, then I don't know if I'm going to do it. Then you don't believe that he's God. Mm. That's good. Because you're looking for something that is in for you. Mm. The moment you can serve God because he's just God, it means that you truly believe that he's God. Wow. Wow. Whoever is trying to save his life will lose it. Yeah. Whoever is willing to lose his life will gain it. Keep reading. Watch this. Keep reading. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. Mm -hmm. But ye see me, mm -hmm. because I live. Ye shall live also. You see me. It means that a, 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 a person that is saved, Jesus is so real. Jesus is beyond the pages of a book. 
Jesus has transcended the pages of a book. Jesus has become real because you live in the place that Jesus is real. Yeah. He lives. Yes. Is not a myth. You see the manifestation of God yes. beginning in your heart, not because you saw somebody's eyes open or a blind walk, or any, but there is something inside of you that has convicted you so much that you just want to pray. You want to worship him. You want to chase that. This is the evidence of salvation. There Amen. is new life. You, you know what, what it means to have a, a new life within you. The Zoe life of God is not that you are happy. The earth will always have pain. Mm. The earth will always have suffering. Mm. There will always be death. There will be always confusions. These things will always be there. They are not going anywhere until the new world. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. But if your prayer is because there is problems, there is this, there is that, it simply means one thing. It means that you are not really saved. Mm. Because you have not realized the point of prayer. The point wow. of prayer is worship. Wow. Wow. So if you read in scripture, let us go and worship. Let us worship. The goal is you see God, you love him so much that you just want to behold him, just to be with Jesus, just to sit by Jesus, just to see his face. If that is not what is going on within you, my friend, my brother, my sister, my son and daughter, you're not saved. <laughs> if you're cold, he will spit you out. I'll say that again. If you're cold, he will spit you out. Because the moment you become cold, it means you're not his. You don't even know that he is. He will spit you out. Wow. He that must, whoever comes to the Lord must know that he is. Yeah. Not hoping, Father, if you are there, if you hear me, you don't know him. True. That's good. Keep reading. Watch this. Verse 20, mm. at that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, uh -huh. and ye in me, mm -hmm. and I in you. Yes. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Notice what Jesus said. He that what? Keeps my word. Whoever keeps my commandment, it is he that loves me. So the assurance of salvation the assurance of salvation is in the continuous hunger and consumption of the word of life. Wow. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the Lord. The moment your consumption of the word has gone down, it means the law of God is no longer in your heart. Wow. And whenever the law of God is no longer in your heart, you begin to live otherwise than what he has ordained for you. Mm. And by living otherwise, it means you're living for another and not for him. Wow. So why is it that the word of God is not in people's heart? Listen to what mm. Jesus commanded the apostles. Keep that. Let somebody else read this. Okay. Let me give you this. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Amen. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Notice this. Jesus wants you to make disciples, not believers. Mm, that's good, Papa. To be a Christian is to be a disciple. Wow. Amen. Go and make disciples. Yes. Go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. A disciple is somebody that is under discipline. Is somebody that is being cultivated. Is somebody that is being groomed. Is somebody that is being prepared for a certain assignment. Wow. The command of Jesus was not go and fill up a church. Right. Filling up a church is good only if you're making disciples. Amen. 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 If it is just a bunch of people that are just gathering because it is a religious practice, we are failing the Lord. An example of discipleship is this. When you hear anybody that has been sitting under my teaching, they begin to talk like me. <laughs> True. They begin to teach us. Even when they teach even themselves, they surprise themselves. They're like, damn, that revelation was deep. Amen. There is something that is happening to you that you don't. It is because yes. you're being groomed into a certain spirit. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. The disciples of Jesus began to resemble Jesus. Yes. Amen. They began to do the works that he was also doing. Yes. yes. Amen. To be a believer, to be a child of God, is to be a disciple. Yes. Wow. Our churches don't have disciples. True. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people that are just screaming, Jesus, oh, liquid love and this and this. But when you sit down with them, they are empty. Yes, yeah. yes. Some are going through depression, killing themselves. Yes. Some Jesus. of them in secret, they are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are consuming alcohol to forget their pains. Yet they are in church lifting their hands. God is good. Mm, I feel it today. But the life. The life. I don't know if you're Come getting Come on, huh? Yes. The life. life. Of a child of God is yes. good in them. Yes. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. When they hear a word that resonates with them, they celebrate. Right. If they hear a word that is supposed to push them beyond where they are, they will fight it, they will doubt it. Why? The Holy Spirit is not even moving right. in them. Wow. Right. They don't want to change. You're yeah. saying something. Yeah. Yeah. You see, the voice of God, the voice of God is not recognized because somebody quoted a scripture. When Satan came to Jesus, he quoted scripture. Right. So somebody can be teaching you scripture, but is deceiving you. Yeah. Wow. So true. Wow. So just because somebody brought a, a scripture and read a few verses that felt good to you, does not mean, listen to me clearly, does not mean that it's actually God speaking. That is why many of you, you are shocked. The moment you listened to me, you're like, am I reading the same Bible? Right. What is going on? It's true. Ah, is it the same word? What? I thought I read that verse before. What is happening is because the person who's speaking to you, and I'm not saying by any means that I'm the only one that God has graced like that. There's a lot of people. But there is something that was like, wait, what? Let me open the word of God again. This is right there. This is, it, it, it molds you, it pushes you. But if somebody does not have the spirit of God, they will confirm it with physical means, not spiritual means. Power. When a demon comes, they will give you verses to even read, verses to meditate on. What? But you, they are using the scripture to make you focus on the wrong thing. Wow. Wow. I've met people say, you know, I was praying, God gave me a word, and I did this with this word, and I did that, and I did this, and I did that. And by the time they did it, they realized they were farther from God than close. Wow. But yet they were using scripture. If Freemasons and occultic group are using the Bible. True. You're teaching. That's true. Oh, kingdom come. Nice to see you. It's been a while. We haven't seen you on here. Guys, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, yes, keep sharing, share. keep sharing. Amen. So now ask yourself a question. Do I really love him? Keep, mm. keep reading. Read, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Verse 21. Uh -huh. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Uh -huh. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, uh -huh. and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So notice the accumulation of God's word and keeping God's word leads you. Mm. To a place of manifestation. Amen. To a place that Jesus reveals himself. Hallelujah. Not because you confess in a spare. First of all, there is no prayer of a sinner. God doesn't listen to sinners. Mm. True. Wow. So good, Pablo. Already just by the name, he tells you there is something wrong with it. The sinner's prayer. God doesn't listen to any sinner. Right. You're helping, Papa. Right. The only time you actually pray, it means you have been changed. Mm. You are no longer a sinner. You are somebody that has repented, that has come to his senses to speak to God. God does not listen to sinners. How can we say it's time to say the sinner's prayer? Right. 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 Why did God listen to sinners? True. God knows. God knows his own. The moment you go, when Jesus told his disciples, hey, follow me. Did they say, did he say, okay, receive me as Lord and Savior right now? He just said, follow me. Wow. Okay, they said, okay, this guy has a conviction thing. Let's follow him. Mm. But when they followed him, they began to realize, 
This guy is not a man. What kind of man is this? Mm -hmm. What manner of man is this? By the time he was resurrecting and going, they were fully born again. You see, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. They were being changed. The yes. moment the process of change mm. ceases in you, you have lost him. Wow. Wow. You know, people always ask this question. Once saved, always saved. Yeah. They don't understand what that means. A saved person doesn't sin. A saved person makes mistakes. Mm, that's good. Those who lose salvation were never saved. They had a label of a Christian, but they were not really believers. Mm -hmm. They were not disciples. Wow. You see, when people hear about spiritual families, who is your spiritual father? Who is the, they don't understand. It means that I am a disciple of somebody that is following God, mm -hmm. that is verified, and I am growing under that teaching. Yes. Amen. Amen. That is what it means, discipleship. Yeah. Yes. That is what it that is what it signifies. That is what it it uh, uh, um, it reveals that I am a, that a certain teaching. When the when when the children of Israel would say uh, um, uh, 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 Abraham is our father, they were saying that the teaching of Abraham is what we live by. And Jesus told them, Abraham, you don't know Abraham. If you knew him, you would have acted the way Abraham acted when he saw me. Amen. You don't know Abraham. You're claiming Abraham and Abraham is not even your father. If he really was, you would know me. Because what Abraham taught should have highlighted me. But what you guys are doing is highlighting yourselves. You're doing your own things in the name of God. Even fasting. God came to them and said, hey, is this the fast I ordained for you? Right. <laughs> wow. So listen to me. This is why we have people in church. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let there any demonic power. <laughs> Yesterday you saw them. We worship you. But I come, I say, in the name of Jesus, any wicked spirit, they manifest. Yeah. Yet when you're truly, truly actually born again, a demon cannot enter you because the king of glory is there. Mm. Right. Wow. When Samson slept with prostitutes, did a demon possess him? Solomon brought other gods into Israel. Was he ever possessed? No. God was angry with him. Right. He sinned against God. But no demon could find a place in him because there was another person living yes. within them. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Amen. Listen, I know this teaching will offend some people, but I don't yeah. care. Be offended and change. Amen. 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 Can a true born again believer be filled with demons? Impossicant. Impossicant. Amen. If there is a spirit, there's some stops, there's some processes you missed. Mm. And by missing those processes, you found yourself in danger. Right. Demons don't, you see, like an example, tell me one patriarch in the Bible that never sinned. Mention one. I'm waiting. Who that did God choose or select that never sinned? Job. Huh? Job. He did. God asked him. So if you know all things, if you think you're clever, if you think of it, he no. repented before God. Yeah. Mm. Say, oh Lord, I, I don't know everything. Enoch. It means that he had issues of pride. Enoch. Enoch sinned too. It says, Enoch walked, walked with God. Uh, Enoch, after he got to 300 years, he walked with God faithfully and he was no more. It means his previous years, he did not walk faithfully. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Wow. That's deep, Papa. Come on, huh? Come on, huh? Teach us, teach us, Papa. Teach us. Enoch lived to this age, and then after a certain age, he walked faithfully with God, and God took him because he was no more. There is Amen. no human, there is no, name me one patriarch that never sinned. Or lived right. a perfect life right. without error. Right. That's good. David killed somebody. Right. No demon ever possessed him. Right. Whoa. You know who else killed somebody? Moses. Moses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. David is dead. To confirm. <laughs> right. To confirm right. our father David is dead. They sent two young women to get in his bed. The doctor checked. Said, ah, he's dead. But the, the other guy said, okay, let us really, really make sure. Let's get young women to get in his bed. Let's see if he will be revived. Uh -uh. <laughs> if he doesn't move, then we know for sure he's dead. 
<laughs> what does that tell you that David used to do occasionally? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. He used to speak with women. <laughs> you know, this was a trick question, and actually, people are trying to find the only one that never seen is God Himself in the flesh, Amen. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Everybody, Peter denied Jesus. No demon possessed him. Right. 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 <laughs> Judas was possessed because Jesus commanded a demon to enter him. Mm. What you must do, do quickly. The devil entered him. Huh. Whoa. <laughs> Teaching. Some of you are not listening to me. Are you sure you're here? Yes. yes. We are here. Are, are you sure you're here? Yes. Every patriarch messed up. Every single one of them sinned. But you don't hear any of them battling a demon that they had to go through deliverance. Okay, come out. Ah. Never happened. It doesn't mean that you can't be sick. Sicknesses can come. Our bodies are frail. Do you get what I'm saying? Sickness yeah. can come. Healing can be given. But demon, demon is always if there is a step of salvation that was missed in your life. That is where the devil can occupy because the Holy Spirit cannot be living in you and a demon is living in you. Right. Right. It doesn't work. Amen. I don't know if somebody's listening to what I'm saying. We're here. So the issue is we are doing outside work, but our focus is not to make sure that people's heart change. So whenever I am teaching people and, and uh, I speak to men of God, I always ask them, what is the message God has given you for people? Because that message that you have been given will resonate with the people that God called for you. And that message will change them. They will want God more. Amen. Life will enter them because the word of God is life. It's bread. They will get this new zeal, this new desire, this new vibrance that, Lord, what can I do for you? How yes. can I walk with you? How can yes. I? There won't be just people who debate scriptures. Well, right. you're not yes. living right. Well, the word says. Yes. But you look at them, they're empty of anything that right. the word is saying. Amen. Memorization without the life of the spirit. Yes. So how do I know, how do I know that I am actually somebody that loves God? Because heaven is about those who love Jesus, mm -hmm. not those who are afraid of hell. Mm -hmm. Because do you realize, because Jesus died on the cross, every human being is forgiven. Mm -hmm. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. The problem is human beings have not repented. Ah, wow. That's good. <laughs> That's the one. Wow. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. The son is given for everybody's sin. Yeah. But only those who repent, that realize that, wait, there is a new way we have been given. That is not the way. This is the way that received that life. Yes. yes. Wow. When the prostitute was brought before Jesus to stone her, after Jesus had spoken, Jesus was minding his business writing. He opened his eyes and said, oh, you're still here? He said, I'm here. He said, where are your accusers? He said, they're not here anymore. He said, well, I don't condemn you either. Go and sin no more. Mm -hmm. Notice, he did not say, now begin to confess the sins of your mother. <laughs> <laughs> begin to confess the sins of, uh, of your family. Right. Uh, you forgot that man you sleep, slept with yesterday. Begin to confess that. Wow. How many, begin to tell God how many people you slept with. God already knows that information. Yeah. Yeah, do you get what I'm trying yes, to say? Yes. Yes. We are going before God like he doesn't know what happened. It's craziness, people. That's good. When, when there was a man that was sick, Jesus is preaching at somebody's house. The roof was taken off. They lowered the man. Jesus looked at the person, felt sorry for them. He looked at him and said, take courage, my son. Your sins have been forgiven. Did that guy repent? No. Mm -mm. Yes. Did he ask for forgiveness? No. He just knew Jesus is where my life is. Mm -hmm. If I would die, let me die in his presence. Ah. But I know if I go to him, I will get life. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. So he had a repentant heart. Because before then, 
the way of forgiveness of sin is you have to take a certain offering to the temple for the priest to cleanse you. So he probably already did that, but nothing ever changed. So let me, Jesus. Jesus looks as he said, take courage, my son. Your sins are forgiven. Everybody else looked. So who does this guy think? Then Jesus said, which is easier to say, pick up your bed and walk or your sins have been forgiven. Notice mm. Jesus said, which one is easier? It means both of them are easy. Mm. Wow. Wow. He did not say which one is harder. He yeah. said, which one is easier? Right. Amen. Wow, that's good. Why are these things easy? Because they have already been done for yes. you and me. Yes. Amen. Yes. Wow. Repentance is up to him. Forgiveness is up to God. And God has already made up his mind. So he said, which one is easier? So what did Jesus say? Your sins are forgiven. Pick up your bed and walk. It means sin is the easiest thing for you to overcome. <laughs> Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody didn't hear that. Sin is the easiest thing. Repentance is the problem. Men are not repenting because they are not convicted. Do you know what kind of conviction this man had to be so convinced that today we are going to break <laughs> our neighbor's roof to bring this man to Jesus? There is a message they heard that changed them. Yeah. Mm. Jesus goes to the temple. He finds this man that has been trying to get into the pool of Belteza for a long time. Every time the angel of the Lord came to stir up the waters, people would get into the water before him. And by the way, those who don't know, the angel that was stirring the water is called Raphael. Raphael, Raphael yeah. was the one stirring the water. Yeah, mm -hmm. Raphael. But that day Jesus saw this man and he felt sorry for him. Jesus went to him and healed him and told him, see that you don't see any sin anymore. If you sin again, your condition will be worse. The guy was not asking for forgiveness. <laughs> the guy was already in church. But just because he was in the right place, it means that he had a repentant heart. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus made him aware, hey, you need to change your ways now. If you don't, it means that you have not changed. And the life of the infirmity that was on you will become worse than it was even before. Mm -hmm. So notice to walk with God is attached by a principle of life. Mm -hmm. If Amen. the principle of life is not there, then there is no life of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I cannot be a soldier unless I am trained, unless I go to boot camp, I've gone through military life, that that life is in me, that at 5 a.m. I'm already woken up, shaved, I don't even need an alarm anymore. You are already programmed. Amen. There is a life of a soldier. Wow. There is a life of an artist. Amen. There is a life of a, of, of a doctor. Everybody has been trained. There is no speciality that anybody has specialized in without being trained. Right. It is only Christians that they think they can do it on their own. Mm. That is false. Wow. Preach. You're teaching. Let me tell you, the surprise of heaven is not that you will meet people that you never thought. Mm. It will be those you thought will be there, you, they will not be there. Mm. Jesus. Jesus. Wow. wow. Is that those you believe that you will find there, you will actually not find them. Wow. Do you know why I love to teach more than prophesying than healing people and all that stuff? Mm. Because that is the true work. All these things is to get your attention, to know that he is God. Amen. That is not ministry. Ministry is not about so many people following you. I don't care about people following me. I am caring about how many people will live for Christ after my life. Amen. After what I speak, how many people will chase after him? Amen. Yes. I don't just want random people just packed in my church so that I can be this big bishop, big minister, big prophet. It means nothing to me. Amen. I don't know if somebody is understanding what I'm trying to say. We understand. Those things mean absolutely nothing. Those things mean absolutely nothing. So Jesus is making a distinction between those who are his and those who are not. Those who love him, keep his word. And when they keep his word, he will make himself manifest to them. His father will love them because he loves them. 
So God doesn't love you because you sang the most beautiful worship song. <laughs> you are holy. Oh, Shada Baba. Oh, so God is looking at you saying, you never kept my word. When you were insulted, you fought back. When somebody owed you something, you didn't forgive them. You don't love me. You're pretending. Get away from me. I don't know you. You know, people love to say, God knows my heart. I remember I was talking to, (laughs) I won't mention the person. I was talking to somebody and they were doing something and I told them, brother, why are you doing this? He said, ah, well, you know, sometimes these things just are done. But anyway, God knows my heart. I said, indeed, he does. That's why you keep doing it and he knows what you do because he knows the intent of your heart. Well, God knows my heart even if I'm doing this, huh? (laughs) What? What? Out of the good yes. treasures of a man's heart, he brings out what? Good treasures. Good treasures. If you're bringing out bad treasures, then he knows also. Yeah. So you're doing wrong deeds and saying, but I didn't mean it. Mm. <laughs> they find you stealing, uh, robbing a bank. And they catch you and they say, oh, well, you know my heart. I'm not really a thief. <laughs> you stand before the judge and you tell him, I mean, look at my, my whole life. I've never stolen anything. You know for sure I'm not a thief. <laughs> Test that logic. Right. Test it. Only God can judge me. Judgment has already happened. Why do you Whoa. think when we do wrong things, we hide them? That's right. <laughs> wow. It's true. When your conscience has become seared with a hot iron, then you start playing differently. But in reality, truth be told, in reality, truth be told, the reason why people live the way they live why do you think that now there are laws that are forcing you to accept things that, listen, if you want to go call yourself a pan, you know, next day you call yourself a, a goat, <laughs> next week, you know, you, you, are, you are a giraffe, zebra, it's up to you, it doesn't do you. Why do I need to accept what you're doing? It doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean I'm against you. Why why should I agree with you? Is that how we were raised? When I was raised, it was like, listen, some people will agree with you, some people won't. As long as you're doing the right thing, that's what matters. Mm -hmm. Why is it that people want to live a certain lifestyle? But that lifestyle is hindered because you don't accept them. You have the same rights that I do. I don't believe anybody should be discriminated on based on their faith, their color, their gender, whatever it is, whether they are Hindus, Satanists, that is up to them. We are all, under the law, we should all be treated equally. But why do you feel the need that I need to agree with you for you to feel healthy? Right. Hmm. Why do you need my approval? I'm not God. Uh-huh. If this is your truth, why do you need it? <laughs> why? For real? That's true. Live your life. Why? Be mine alone. So all these things are happening and you find Christians also. Being cool. Me, if you're my friend, I'll be honest with you. Hey, you know what? That thing I don't really flow like, but that's your thing. Yeah. And it ends there. I will love to convince you. Me, Therefore, you ask God to permit me. But that's that. But I don't feel that. obligated that I have to sit there so that we can make explanations to each other. That's just not. That's just not reality. Right. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. But all this is because deep inside, everybody knows when they're doing the right thing. Right. There is something called a moral law that God installed in every human being. Wow. Deep. That you know what is wrong without even being told that it is wrong. Nice. True. Help us. So people accepting it empowers you to do whatever you know that is wrong, but you are calming your conscience because somebody else is okay with it. Yeah. But your own conscience is tormenting you. Yeah. True. Powerful. Try. But here is the danger when a Christian is not discipled and the word of God is not permeating in them and changing them. Your conscious is silenced. When the voice of your conscious can no longer convict you, can no longer convict you of sin, you are in really big danger. Because our navigation through life has been the lessons that we have been given. Stranger danger. So if somebody you don't know asks you to come get a candy, come get in my car, you say no. Stranger danger, you run. True. So when you grow up, that same lesson says that, okay, watch out for sus suspicious people. Mm -hmm. Everything you do is because of what you have heard before and you have seen before. Yeah. So if the word of God does not continue inside you, then your conscience is no longer pure. And if your conscience is no longer pure, your voice, the voice of your conscience will be countered by your physical desires and not the desires of God. Whereby you sin one time, it's okay. Your conscience tells you you feel bad about it. You try to change. But because you're not empowering your will with the word of God, next week you do it again. Next week you do it again. The next day, before you know it, it just becomes what you do. Nothing in you says it's wrong again. To the point that you forget you start doing it in front of people. Yes. Wow. wow. You're helping, Papa. I don't know if somebody's listening to me. I Let's keep the thumbs up going. Let's keep the thumbs up going. Yes, amen, amen. Many of you that are watching me right now, you are conscious some of you no longer talks to you. Wow. Some of you are conscious no longer speaks to you. I don't know if somebody's listening to me. Am I making sense? Yes, yes, you are. Perfect sense. Some of you, your conscious speaks to you after the fact, but you don't even have power to do anything anymore. Wow. We need to move from people who just confess things. We need to move from people who just say things. We need to move from people who just uh, speak for the sake of speaking. But nothing in them is actually transformed. That is why I don't like... You see, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to sit for this one just for a second. I've noticed this thing and uh, it has been bothering me for some time. Mm. Is it okay for me to say this? Yeah. Please, Papa, help us. When you are a Christian and you have a YouTube channel, a Facebook channel, a Twitter or whatever, but your whole channel is dedicated to criticizing believers, mm. talking about what other Christians are doing, you have become no different from uh, what uh, what is it called? Uh, what are these gossip stuff? What do they call it? TMZ. You are you are just another version of TMZ. Whoa. If you see something is wrong with the believers, are you preaching to them? Are you praying for them, or are you just become gossip that is cool in the name of helping people, but you're not really helping anyone? Hmm. Right. When somebody listens to you, do they want Jesus more, mm. or do they not want to listen to a particular person? 
Wow. People forget that you can be in Christ and have mistakes. True. But that doesn't uh, 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 disqualify the truth of God that is put inside of you. Yes. I love my father as a righteous man before God. But I know when my father is my father and I know when he's the prophet. Amen. Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. But if you spend time just talking about people, talking about people, talking about people, talking about people, talking about... Ah. Check your salvation. Because if you truly have a burden for people, do you know what you do? You fast and pray for them. Yes. yes. You spend time calling people to prayer that God will change people's hearts. Amen. Ask yourself today. I'm about to be done. <laughs> I'm about to be done. But ask yourself. With all honesty. With all truth. Am I really saved? Jesus said, unless you remain in me and I in you, you can do nothing. Are you really in him? What does it mean to remain? To continue in the works that he left. If you are a Christian, you go a day without hearing the word of God, without being in the word of God. You're not a Christian. Mm -hmm. If man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from God, mm -hmm. your resistance to sin, your resistance to this world, is because you're eating food that people of the world don't eat. Amen. That's kind. When that great day comes, I may be cheering with everybody, but when I get before the master, he may kick me out. Am I truly living for him? Do I genuinely love him or do I pray because I need a breakthrough? Do I walk with him because I need healing? Do I walk with him because I don't want to go to hell and I'm afraid of demons? Uh, so I rather be with God. Is that your goal? This is why the sinner spares us camp. Wow. Everyone that the disciples ever prayed for, they preached to them. They taught them. And when they were convinc convicted, they, they called on the name of the Lord, but they also chose a lifestyle. Are you changing? Are you growing? Yeah. Or are you still the same Christian you used to be in 1956? No. You're in 2021, you're still the same, you never grew. That means somewhere in the realm of the spirit you're stuck. Father, I pray for everybody that is watching. All of us, oh Lord, we have many errors. We, there is a lot we don't know. There is a lot of areas of our life of our lives that we are broken. But Lord, you know all things and nothing is hidden from you. Um, you know our coming in, our going out. You know our laying down and our rising up. Lord, today we pray that the love for Christ will truly burn in our hearts. Lord, you have forgiven us. Give us the grace to repent this day, to see our evil ways and to turn away from them to see the problems with our process of doing things so that we may walk away from it. My Lord and my God, help us. Show us the way. Direct us in the way of life. Father, I bless you and I thank you. You are the same forever. You do not change. Help us to please you in everything that we do. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Listen to me. From today, be serious about your work. Amen. From today, be serious about your work. Your lifestyle guarantees and reveals if you're truly saved. Lifestyle. Your lifestyle before God. So, I won't keep you much. Go give your offering of the day. Tell thank you to God for what he has spoken. Go to prophetlovi.com. Give whatever you want to give to God. And uh, and uh, I believe that God is going to take you. Maybe people have questions. You know what? Let me give people an opportunity to ask questions. Take, take down that fly. Anyone has a question? Let me not move too quick. Let's, let's get people's questions. Let's get people's questions. Yeah, you can take take down the giving thing. Let's let's get people's questions. Okay, Papa, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you were talking about how people will come to Jesus and say we prophesied in your name mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but He says I never knew you. How is it that they're still able to prophesy? Because being in the right place can allow you to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. They are not saying they were prophets. They said we prophesied in your name. Mm-hmm. It means they make they made declarations. If you look at the high priest, the Bible says this about uh, Caiaphas or Cyphus, the high priest in the days of Jesus. When they were arguing about how to kill Jesus, the Bible said he prophesied on that day. Mm. Not because he was a prophet, but because he was the high priest. God spoke through him without him knowing that God was speaking through him mm-hmm. and said this. Don't you guys realize that it is good for one man for, to die for the, for the sake of the nation? So just because you made a prophetic declaration that God may have spoken for you, remember, God using you does not mean God is walking with you. True. That's good. I can use your car. It doesn't mean it is my car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I may need you for a particular thing. It doesn't mean that I'm going to walk with you. So if you if you look at uh, uh, if you look at this, there are a lot of people that God used that we don't know if they will ever make heaven. Wow. Nebuchadnezzar was used by God. Cyrus was used by God. Pharaoh in the time of Joseph was used by God. <laughs> the list goes on. Jesus. To be used by God doesn't mean you're working with God. True. The only thing that reveals that you're working with God is a certain lifestyle. That can make it possible for God to work with you. Wow. That's good. Okay, let's see another question. He has to do with the subject. Let's let's see another one. Mm-hmm. Sorry? Yes, anyone, even in here online, it doesn't matter. Paul asks, why when you tell someone that they're wrong, the response is always saying we should not judge? Because they don't know what the scripture says. Because there is a difference. Uh, There's a difference between if I come to you and I find Rose fornicating. And I tell you, my sister... You know, God doesn't like that. That is wrong. That is not my opinion. It is God's opinion. Mm. If I condemn you as God, then I'm wrong because even I can fall in the same sin too. Mm. So how I address you matters a lot. But to tell you that what you're doing is wrong is not actually biblically wrong. It is actually correct. To condemn people is wrong because condemned, it means that I am sentencing you. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So those two things are completely different. How will we know that we are sinning unless somebody tells us that we sinned? He's not judging us. He's telling us God's opinion. Right. To judge is to pass sentence on somebody. That is not what we are supposed to do. 
Did that make sense? Yeah. That's good. Okay, let's see another one. Got one from John John. Okay, and then somebody in the room, but let's do that one first. First John uh, chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. So this does this verse speak to the disciples or the world? You have to read the whole conscience, the whole context of the, of the verse. You can't just speak apart. But listen to what he's saying. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. He is faithful to forgive us, right? Confession only comes from conviction. Let's get people's questions. Yeah, you can take take down the giving thing. Let's let's get people's questions. Okay, Papa, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you were talking about how people will come to Jesus and say we prophesied in your name mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but He says I never knew you. How is it that they're still able to prophesy? Because being in the right place can allow you to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. They are not saying they were prophets. They said we prophesied in your name. Mm-hmm. It means they make they made declarations. If you look at the high priest, the Bible says this about uh, Caiaphas or Cyphus, the high priest in the days of Jesus. When they were arguing about how to kill Jesus, the Bible said he prophesied on that day. Mm. Not because he was a prophet, but because he was the high priest. God spoke through him without him knowing that God was speaking through him mm-hmm. and said this. Don't you guys realize that it is good for one man for, to die for the, for the sake of the nation? So just because you made a prophetic declaration that God may have spoken for you, remember, God using you does not mean God is walking with you. True. That's good. I can use your car. It doesn't mean it is my car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I may need you for a particular thing. It doesn't mean that I'm going to walk with you. So if you if you look at uh, uh, if you look at this, there are a lot of people that God used that we don't know if they will ever make heaven. Wow. Nebuchadnezzar was used by God. Mm-hmm. Cyrus was used by God. Pharaoh in the time of Joseph was used by God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the list goes on. Jesus. To be used by God doesn't mean you're walking with God. True. The only thing that reveals that you're walking with God is a certain lifestyle. That can make it possible for God to work with you. Wow. That's good. Okay, let's see another question. He has to do with the subject. Let's let's see another one. Mm-hmm. Sorry? Yes, anyone, even in here online, it doesn't matter. Why, when you tell someone that they're wrong, the response is always saying we should not judge? Because they don't know what the scripture says. Because there is a difference. Uh, There's a difference between if I come to you and I find Rose fornicating, and I tell you, my sister, you know God doesn't like that. That is wrong. That is not my opinion. It is God's opinion. Mm. If I condemn you as God, then I'm wrong because even I can fall in the same sin too. Mm. So how I address you matters a lot. But to tell you that what you're doing is wrong is not actually biblically wrong. It is actually correct. Mm -hmm. To condemn people is wrong because condemned, it means that I am sentencing you. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So those two things are completely different. How will we know that we are sinning unless somebody tells us that we sinned? He's not judging us. He's telling us God's opinion. Right. To judge is to pass sentence on somebody. That is not what we are supposed to do. Did that make sense? Yeah. That's good. Okay, let's see another one. Got one from John John. Okay, and then somebody in the room, but let's do that one first. First John... Uh, chapter 1 verse 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just so this does this verse speak to the disciples or the world 
you have to read the whole concepts, give the whole context of the of the verse. You can't just speak apart. But please listen to what he's saying. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. He is faithful to forgive us, right? Confession only comes from conviction. The confession that God is looking for is the realization that the, the way you are going was wrong. I am going to walk differently. He is faithful. Confessing is not just saying, I am sorry. And nothing changes about what you're sorry about. Right. That is a waste of time. Right. That applies to both those who are in Christ and those who are actually uh, coming to Christ. Same thing. Same thing. God is not looking for empty I am sorry. Okay, let me offend you a million times and keep saying I'm sorry, but I'm not changing the way I'm doing something. You'll be fed up with me. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a very, very good question. Say it again. Uh, can you please touch base on mm -hmm. when you said to serve God in an illegal manner? Okay. Number one, what, one of the dangers of... Please don't, con, don't judge me on this one. <laughs> Help us. One of the dangers of ministry schools mm. is people who are passionate by, for God or passion, uh, they have strong passion for God. They go to a school, they get a certificate and they begin to preach. God hasn't anointed you. You are doing that because you are passionate about people. Mm. You are an illegal representative of God. Wow. Usually your doctrine will become interfered with because you are not teaching by the spirit. You are teaching by what you are convicted by. That is wrong. Everyone that was ever chosen by God was chosen by God himself. The oil of God will come. Do you think I actually want to be a prophet? I want, I love it because God called me to it. But if I had a choice, I would have never chose it. I would rather be a Christian that loves God in the mountains somewhere. <laughs> because Christians are the most difficult people to deal with. Yes, Lord and to Jesus. deal with them is not because I love them. Because I love him, I will deal with them. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Papa. So whenever God chose somebody, the Bible says this... Uh, uh, Psalms 89, I believe, uh, verse 20, uh, 21, I believe, uh, 20, 21, I believe. Yes, I, I have found my servant David with my own holy oil, have I anointed him. God says the same thing about Cyrus. Whenever God is calling somebody, he's the one who pours the oil on them. It has to be spiritual first. Mm. So whenever people want to serve God because they are excited about God or because they think prophesying is cool, because they think that is cool, usually it ends up in that place. Did that make sense? That makes sense. It usually comes to that place whereby... Uh,